The Lord be with you. A reading from the Holy Gospel according to John. On the third day, there was a wedding in Cana of Galilee, and the mother of Jesus was there. Jesus and his disciples had also been invited to the wedding. When the wine gave out, the mother of Jesus said to him, They have no wine. And Jesus said to her, Woman, what concern is that to you and to me? My hour has not yet come. His mother said to the servants, Do whatever he tells you. Now standing there were six stone water jars for Jewish rites of purification, each holding about a hundred liters. Jesus said to the servants, Fill the jars with water. And they filled them up to the brim. He said to them, Now draw some out and take it to the chief steward. So they took it. When the steward tasted the water that had become wine and did not know where it came from, though the servants who had drawn the water knew, the steward called the bridegroom and said to him, Everyone serves the good wine first, and then the inferior wine after the guests have become drunk. But you have kept the good wine until now. Jesus did this, the first of his signs, in Cana of Galilee, and revealed his glory, and his disciples believed in him. After this, he went down to Capernaum with his mother, his brothers, and his disciples, and they remained there a few days. The Gospel of the Lord. As we begin ordinary time, the church chooses deliberately these set of readings because they want to highlight our identity, who we are truly. So let's look at the readings and see how this all unfolds. In the first reading from the prophet Isaiah, chapter 62, the context is important. The people of God of Judah have become captive to Babylon. They were in captivity 70 years, and they just were released, heading back to Jerusalem. So they were totally humiliated, desolate. They forgot who they were. Notice how God responds. On their way back to Jerusalem, because they have a task to rebuild the temple, reestablish worship, and this covenant with God that they had broken time and time again, this is what God says so tenderly to his dispirited people. For Zion's sake, I will not keep silent. For Jerusalem's sake, I will not rest until her vindication shines out like the dawn. You shall be called by a new name. You shall be a crown of beauty. No more to be termed forsaken or desolate. You shall be called my delight. And then this famous last verse. For as a young man marries a young woman, so shall your builder marry you. And as the bridegroom rejoices over the bride, so shall your God rejoice over you. God is always in the business of conversion and reestablishing this love covenant. So that was a great prophecy to hear. And it's going to be fulfilled most especially in the Incarnation, where God will actually send the second person of the Trinity to take on our flesh 
so that this marriage can be consummated, the marriage between heaven and earth, between us and God. That's why, in the Gospel, Jesus begins his ministry at a wedding feast. Now, there's much symbolism in this Gospel. Let's just walk through it. It says, on the third day, there was a wedding in Cana of Galilee. The third day evokes this image of resurrection, new life, complete new creation. Cana of Galilee was in the north. Those were the tribes that were first conquered way back by the Assyrians. So Jesus goes to the place that was most desolated and begins this new covenant of marriage. Now, there's a couple who are beginning married. They're not named because they're not central to the story. What is central to the story is that the wine has run out. And for them, that would have been devastating because the Jewish wedding feast at that time would go on for days. And if the wine ran out, it would be complete disaster. Notice who steps in. It's Mary. Mary, being the good mother, notices this catastrophe about to happen. And she intercedes for this couple, bringing it to her son, because she knows who her son is and who she is. Jesus responds in a most unusual manner. Woman, what is that between you and me? Now, he deliberately uses the term woman because he's evoking the prophecy way back in Genesis chapter 3, where after the fall of Adam and Eve, God calls the serpent with Adam and Eve together, and he says to the serpent, I will put enmity between you and the woman, between your seed and hers. He will crush your head. You will strike his heel. So the woman is central in that prophecy. That's why Jesus calls Mary woman, because Mary and Jesus are now entering into a new relationship. Mary is the new Eve, Jesus the new Adam. And they're going to together bring out a new creation at a wedding feast. As the first Eve prompted the first Adam to sin, so the new Eve prompts the new Adam to begin his ministry of redemption. The last words we hear of Mary in the entire New Testament is, do whatever he tells you. And that's the recipe for us for divine life, for joy and happiness. Do whatever Jesus tells us. Now, there were six stone water jars, and that represents the Old Testament. This was the water of purification that they would use in order to be ritually pure, to enter the temple, and so on. But that had kind of run dry. The whole Old Testament, the law, the animal sacrifices were not sufficient to draw the people into a loving covenant, and that was demonstrated by their repeated failures. So now, Jesus is going to have those six stone water jars fill to the brim, and then he's going to transform it to wine. Not just wine, but the best of wine. Now this evokes a prophecy in the Old Testament where they said, like Isaiah, for example, and Amos, that when the Messiah would come, there would be abundant wine, like flowing down even from the mountains. That's how they described it. Here's the abundant wine, right at a wedding feast. And wine brings joy. Now the wedding feast can continue, 
and the people can be celebrating this great event, and we're meant to celebrate as well. That's the relationship between the first reading and the gospel. We are now in a covenant relationship with God, a nuptial relationship. From our baptism onward, Christ is the bridegroom, the church the bride. We're entering always into a deeper relationship with God. Now, it says this was the first of his signs in Cana of Galilee, the first of the miracles. It would prefigure that he would then change wine into his blood. The blood that he would shed on the cross would be our redemption. So it's all part of this great unfolding of the new covenant marriage, and we are always invited. That's what we're doing here, because shortly on the altar, the bread and wine will be changed into the body, blood, soul, and divinity of our bridegroom, and we are invited to come forward and become one flesh in this marriage covenant. Finally, we have the second reading, which talks about the spirit. So how do we maintain this deep relationship of love? We allow the Holy Spirit to come into us through the sacraments, and then we cooperate through our charisms. Notice all the charisms that were specified in that second reading. Prophecy, utterance of wisdom, healing, and so on. Each of us have been given certain charisms in our baptism, and we're meant to discover what they are through prayer and discernment, and then allow the Spirit to bring them forward so that we will be in this vibrant relationship with God as a community, because we are together the Bride of Christ. Well, finally, I'll just end with this point. You know, Jesus changed water into wine. It's a, it's a miracle. But water doesn't rebel. It doesn't push back. It doesn't say no because it doesn't have that free will. We do. And that's the, the rub here. And the question we should ask ourselves today and onward is, how is God changing me in this new year? Water normally is just used for plain things. Well, survival for sure. It's needed, but wine is for joy. How are we allowing God to change our survival mode into celebration? And that comes through prayer, participation in the sacraments, and desire. Lord, change me. I need to be changed. And then together we rejoice as the covenant bride in relation to her bridegroom.